This is Energy of Business Moments with Michael Seip, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their business success into your life in business. Energy of Business Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Michael Seip. Hey there, everyone. Michael Seip again of the Strategic Advisor Board Energy of Business Moments podcast. I've got a real treat for us today. I have Alex Wands. He owns Wands Wellness. But what's really cool is he is a young entrepreneur. He's learned some things and becoming an entrepreneur and a successful one at that. In fact, he has written a book, Conquer Yourself. And it's all about getting over our own self-doubt and judgment about whether we will be successful. And he's become quite a successful entrepreneur in his own right. So Alex, welcome to the show today. Thank you very much for having me, Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. And I've watched plenty of these episodes before, and it's great to be a part of an audience and a community like SAB. So I'm really appreciative. Yeah, well, good to have you here. And I love the theme of your book, and I love the aspect of being able to talk a little bit about the mindset we have in our business. In fact, that's a lot of what the show is about, is what kind of mindset do we bring? And for our listeners, although they may have heard it before, I will repeat again what I mean by energy, and that is the thoughts we think the emotions we attach to those thoughts, and then the actions or behaviors we take because of those thoughts and emotions. And so naturally, we fluctuate through different energy levels throughout the day, or even phases through our business's lifespan. So as an entrepreneur, undoubtedly have some ups and downs in our business. And more importantly, our mindset has either a reaction to that or can be proactive about that. So Alex, tell us a little bit about your background and how that relates to this topic and theme of, of the energy we bring to our business. Yeah. So to start off, I'm 24 years old. I'm a year out of college from Marquette University. Um, my path was not the traditional route. Um, upon like During my time in high school, I played soccer for one of the top academies in the country in Kansas City. And I decided to try and take a gap year to try and get a professional contract. I was training with the pro team and it was kind of everything that I wanted. Um, I'm also five foot ten, So for a goalkeeper, that's not the tallest you want to be. And it was advised that I do go to school to try and be able to further my skills. And um, I ended up emailing over 1,000 schools. And uh, eventually, I got an offer from Marquette to be able to walk on to be a part of the team there. So it was really cool to be able to play collegiate soccer Division One level. And um, through that process, I honestly didn't see a single minute of game time, to be honest. And during my sophomore year, I ended up having my career cut short by developing arthritis in my foot at the age of 21. So the previous 15 years of my life, I'd given everything to the sport, the game I love, and have it all taken away from me in an instant was debilitating. It, um, I felt like I had no purpose. I had put my worth into who I was as an athlete. And having that stripped from me just really was a wake-up call. And what I thought was going to be my biggest failure, disappointment, actually became my saving grace. It um, encouraged me to start on the business route helped me develop a better relationship with myself and others. And that's just one of the many failures I've had. I've had failures in business. I tried to start a mental health company. I worked on that for about a year, and it didn't end up taking off at the university. 
but it was an unbelievable experience because I met so many great mentors, so many new contacts, and learned so much about creating websites and what it's like to start a business. And actually, the current CEO I work for advised me on that business and hired me on to work for him at the current startup I'm at now. So just follow your heart, do what makes you happy, and just don't be afraid to fail. I know so many people, when it comes to business, relationships, any part of life, they don't do things because they're, number one, afraid to fail, or they're, too afraid of being judged for what they're about to do. And when you just realize that the only person you're trying to make happy and to feel fulfilled in life is yourself, you're able to achieve some pretty cool things. Yeah, that's some great insight there. And I like hearing about how you actually had that debilitating experience of pouring your life into a passion of yours for, as you said, 15 years. A lot of business owners do pour their life into their business. And so there can be those kinds of setbacks. But I'm curious a little bit to tell me, if you can tell me a little bit more about what you have learned a little bit more about the mindset to, to come back or bounce back from uh, a setback like that. Yeah. It's um, after you just let yourself sit in that pity zone for a while, it doesn't feel very good. Um, doesn't feel good to be down, to be negative. And you just kind of realize, especially once you leave college, because after you go the traditional route of I went to elementary school, middle school, high school, college, like there's always a path. And now once you exit that path, you're kind of thrown out into the world by yourself and it's up to you to kind of figure it out. No one's going to hold your hand for you. No one's going to do it for you. And it really makes you be like, what do I want out of life? And one of the, we can get a lot of resources back. Like you can always lose money and get it back. You can go take a vacation to the same spot. But the one thing you can never get back is time. And that is the greatest asset that anyone has access to. So I figured if you have as much of a chance of failing and getting let go from a job as we're seeing from some of the tech layoffs now, you still have the same chance of failing at a business you have. But what if that succeeds? What if you get to pursue your passion, what your dreams are? Because either way, there's still an opportunity for failure and setback. But really being able to pursue your passions and desires is business is my ultimate thing. It's what gets me up in the morning each day. Um, the book I wrote is amazing. It's a resource for other young adults and young adults. I consider 50, 60 because everyone's still finding their path in life and everyone's still trying to figure out what that next chapter of life looks like. You don't want to look back, um, and just wish you would have done more. I feel like the, the pain of regret is a lot worse than the pain of trying and failing. And I don't even like the word use fail. I like to replace it with, um, learning and learning opportunities in my mind because, Everyone's going to make mistakes, whether you're a 20-year-old entrepreneur or you're a 50-year-old entrepreneur. The difference is how you respond. And I think there's some st statistic out there, a quote, that it's like you can control 10% of your life or something, and then the other 90% is how you react to it. And I fully believe it. There's different opportunities, things that come your way, that how your life will plan out is how you react to that certain situation. So I could have just, after my injury, just left soccer completely. Um, I could have, could have done a lot of things that would not have gotten me to where I am today. But continuing to push forward, um, even failing businesses, I could have choose to stop. And right now I um, operate like Wands Wellness, which is a fitness and wellness training platform. And it's just great to be able to connect with people. Um, the real reason I do it, it's almost like a, a mission supported by a business in a way. 
it's just really cool to be able to impact people's lives in a different way. And when you're able to combine your passions in a way to be able to monetize those as well, that's ultimate success in my opinion. Yeah, there are a lot of people that get into business that do it for a very logical, rational reason. Like, hey, they see an opening in the market and uh, it's a gap and they want to go and they have a service that can go and fill it. But, you know, as they get into it and do it for a bit, they're like, yeah, this really doesn't float my boat a whole lot. And so their desire for growth ends up waning and waning. And then they, you know, end up either selling it or shutting it down. And that happens with most you know, people who, who go into the entrepreneurial space, unfortunately. So, so tell me a little bit more, you know, for you in getting that wellness uh, business of yours going, you talked about having the passion and seeing a desire to, to work in that space. What was something that was sort of a, a high for you in being able to uh, want, obviously you talked about wanting to do it, but what was something that might stand out for you as a high that gave you like, yeah, this is where I need to be? So yeah, hi for me, my full-time job is in sales currently for a healthcare navigation company, which is awesome. And then I do my other business on the side, the Wands Wellness. And I, guess, I think the high for me was getting that first paying customer. It just really validates that, yeah, I, I can do this. I do have the knowledge to be able to help people and I have fun doing it. It didn't feel like work at all. The consultation, the planning and programming, it was all fun and I enjoyed it. And I, I think that was just super cool to be able to impact people that way. Um, yeah. Even my book, um, I think one of the things that was really cool was just kind of able to show that you can do what you think. You can. I think a lot of people suffer from like this imposter syndrome in a way where they, they have the experience, they have the knowledge, they're just afraid to actually apply it. And once you let yourself, you give yourself permission to be able to do that, the floodgates open. When you just embrace yourself and know that, yeah, you know what? Like, I do know this and I can help people. And you have that mindset, that confidence. It, it goes back to mindset. Like, if you believe you can, you can. If you don't believe you can, you probably won't. So, yes, getting that first paying customer. And then even when it came to writing my book, I hated writing in college and high school. I hated it. Um, but what started off as writing personally for myself turned into a resource that I thought could benefit a lot of other people in being able to truly conquer themselves and live life on their terms, whether that is starting your own business, whether that is having a successful relationship, um, just any facet of life. And the, the stages you go through of taking an idea from your mind to writing it down on paper or typing it out to then holding the physical product or seeing the numbers on a spreadsheet of the, to provide the validation of the service you're giving is just a truly amazing feeling to show that all the hard work is worth it. You just have to keep pushing and know that consistency is key and persistence is power. Yeah. Consistency is key. Yeah, very, very important. Um, well, that's some great perspective, obviously on, on keeping that momentum going. And, and as we know, the more elevated an emotion we have in our view of what we need to do, the more likely we are to pursue it. And, um, and so you have that enthusiasm and passion for what you're doing. And, and uh, when you get that feedback that, hey, after that first client, yeah, uh, it, it's validating, right? And then you build some more momentum. And as you get more and more clients that are valuing what you're providing them, then you're like, oh, yeah, I knew it all along, but now I feel it, you know, or maybe I felt it before and I just dove in head first and got past all those fears, but I still, still enjoyed it. Well, good. So... I got a question for you uh, with regard to 
getting past a low. Now you talked a little bit about your your um, your soccer experience and and how that set you back. You said, used the word debilitating, and I'm curious: is there something in business that you've experienced that's been a low, whether it's you know as an employee or actually you know like back at the startup, or or even um, even going back to your soccer piece? Because I'm curious how people get out of that low. So do you have anything you can share on that? Yeah, so I have two. Like in the, um, when I started my mental health company with a friend, it was um, it was a great idea we had, and we like asked for funding, or like we had to create a pitch and pitch for funding, and we didn't get it the first time, which was kind of frustrating because you put all this time into this presentation and finding out the mission, vision, establishing everything you'd want. And you're like, wow, this is amazing, but then have someone tell you that this isn't worthy of funding right now. It's kind of just like a little punch to the chest there. You're like, okay, like, and at this point you can either choose to just kind of give up and be like, I tried. Or if you're like, no, like you have to kind of refine your process, your way of thinking and come at it from a different angle. So that's what we did and pitched two more times before we got the funding. And once you got the funding for that project, it was kind of like sky's the limit. There, we were able to actually start to put some of the things in motion since we had funding for the project. But those initial um rejections did hurt a little bit but i've kind of just been rejected my whole life it's in in sports in school and failing stuff it just kind of has become like a normal thing that i'm like rather than getting down about it i look at it as like all right here we go like let's go like round two and it just shows like your spirit it shows your character that you truly want this and i think that's how you know what you want is when you can get kind of kicked when you're down but still keep getting up that's when you know you're in the right space and rather than just giving up, which a lot of people do at this point, you just learn something new. Like someone just gave you information, they gave you feedback. It'd be kind of a shame to, to turn away from or stop your dream, pursuit of your goal, when you just learn something new. So rather than taking that feedback or rejection and going down a level, I, in my mind, it brings me up a level. I'm like, I'm one step closer to achieving my goal. And the funny thing is, is you don't know whether that goal is 10 steps away or 100 steps away. The, the point of the day is you just have to keep showing up and just know that showing up is a win all in itself. It's a very hard thing to do, but once you develop those consistent habits of you just like, I'm going to do this today, I'm going to keep doing it, that's when you really start to gain momentum and attract attention. And then the second one regarding the startup business I joined, so I, this is the current, the current company I'm at is the second startup I've been. The first one, there was promises of this great schedule, the facilities we're going to have in coaching and everything, and it all fell through. It was the complete opposite. So having so many things promised to you um, and then have none of them come true is really shocking because you moved to this place for a job. You invested yourself in it, and it didn't come to fruition. And it is frustrating, but you just kind of have to realize, like, okay, I got to pivot now. Just like the same if you're starting your own business. Don't focus on always went wrong. Learn from what went wrong and then pivot to keep going because no matter what you're doing in life, there's always going to be obstacles get, get in the way. And a lot of them are going to kind of, kind of come up that you didn't even think could. The thing is just to allow yourself some time to feel the way you feel because it's okay. It's okay to be frustrated, but then to kind of channel the energy into something productive where you can figure out how to maneuver around the obstacle. Yeah, that's some great insight. And I, I love those stories because they do talk about, one element of 
perseverance is learning from those mistakes and perseverance could mean like, yeah, I'm going to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And you're beating your head against the door. But in this case, even though it was a pretty big blow to not get funding, especially on the first one, you're like, you're super hopefully put all that time into it and then you don't get it. And it could be a pretty big emotional setback. And I think anybody who, you know, is, puts that much energy and effort into something, of course, they're going to feel like it's a pretty big setback. Um, it's one thing to know that you can learn from your mistakes. It's another thing to actually embrace that and then go, Hey, what, what did I not know? So if you were to go back, you know, and look at that experience of, of getting turned off from the funding, what was one thing you learned that, from that moment that, that you now, you know, embrace and, and see that as a value add to what you do? One thing I would have definitely done before, which I do now all the time, is I ask for assistance or advice from people who've done what I'm looking to do. When you can build a relationship, learn lessons that, you, that don't cost you time and money, I, it, it's a pretty cool thing. Um, and at the same time, there's never a perfect time to get started. Um, you can try and make this perfect plan like we talked about before and have ABC planned out. And even if it's executed that way, it's probably not going to turn out the way you want it. So the biggest thing is, is like get your idea going and then just start going from there. There's never a perfect time to maybe jump in with both feet. You just kind of have to do it and you start learning from there. And so it helps gain the momentum. Um, of course, it was frustrating to not get funding on the first or even second time. But at the same time, it meant so much more we did. And we learned about some of the techniques and processes to really prepare and how to write business plans, how to effectively present um, to, to appeal to the audience that you're selling to. Um, but if it would have been easy, it wouldn't have been worth as much. Um, this, the fact that you had to put in extra time, that it really emotionally got to you, is like, you know what, like, this matters to me. And that was when I knew, I'm like, yeah, we have to pursue because this wasn't something that was like, for me, it's for helping other people. And once you kind of realize your deep why, um, kind of referenced a little bit of Simon Sinek here, but when you find your true why you're doing something or why you think the way you do or why you act the way you do, that is truly you overcoming and conquering yourself to become the best version of you. And it's not easy to look in the mirror about, yeah, I failed or yeah, I acted this way or I did this. It's not easy. But if you keep neglecting it, you're never going to grow. You're never going to be able to achieve what you ultimately want. So the first person that you have to point the finger at whenever something goes wrong is yourself. And like I said, it's not easy, but it's what needs to be done. And having a little bit of humility in there is what you need as well. <laughs> you can't always be so hard on yourself. Um, there's already enough people who are beating hard on you. So just have a little humility with it and just realize, you know what? I'm not a perfect human today, but that's okay. Learn from my mistakes. I'll be better tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, the wisdom from that is just immense. Uh, the humility piece is so, so key. I, as I've come across many books and mentors and and people like Simon Sinek and others who talk about some of those elements and characteristic traits of, of people who are good leaders or people who are self-starters is that element of humility is is getting past the self and focusing on the why and the purpose and uh, the sooner we can get past ourselves the sooner we are on the road to success and uh, great great wisdom there Alec okay so 
as we, you know, talk about, you know, our past and some things you've learned from that, if you could continue forward in your quest for knowledge or quest for advice and getting that mentor type help, if you could meet anybody deceased or living and have a conversation with them, who would that be and why? Yeah, it's funny. I've definitely like thought about this question before and I think it's gone back and forth between two. Um, one for just the mindset piece itself is Tiger Woods. Like when you hear his story of how he grew up, when he was starting to hit golf balls at one and two years old and how he could feel the difference between, I think the company who gave him six golf clubs, they said they were all the same weight, but there was one that Tiger said was heavier than the other. And they took it back, dismantled it. And it said, they said, wow, this one was actually two grams heavier, which is the weight of $2 bills because a spot of glue on the club just honing his craft that much and just being able to have that never say die attitude just really sticks with me. But the life of Steve Jobs is quite remarkable. How he went from starting Apple to being let go of CEO to go start a different company to then come back and be CEO of the same company is truly remarkable. And the visions he had, he wasn't in it for the money, the success, the fame. He was truly an innovator and a person who changed life he saw a vision and he went out and made it change in the world and that's what i encourage everyone to do it's given me that same energy to do that if you see a change you want in the world don't wait for someone else to do it act now let yourself be the change that you want to see in the world yeah great those are two excellent examples and i love your perspective on that that would be a nice conversation to have with those people for sure <laughs> good all right. Well, Alec, uh, enjoyed having you on the show, but more importantly, if listeners want to hear more about your book or get in touch with you, how can they do so? Yeah. So I'm very active on LinkedIn. You can type in Alec Wands, A-L-E-C, uh, last name's W-O-N-S. Uh, you can also email me at awans at conqueryourself.co, so co.com. And um, if you want my book, it's still the conqueryourself.co. It's right here. Um, it's great, like I said, whether you're starting a business, whether you're looking to improve the relationship with yourself, um, all of the above. And then there's Juan's Wellness um, on Instagram and TikTok as well. So I'm active on quite a few platforms. But I always welcome everyone to reach out. Um, I've had a lot of mentors who've allowed me to reach out to them. So I want to be able to pay it forward and do the same for others. Awesome. Very good. Well, Alec, thanks for being on the show today. really appreciate it. And I love having that sort of younger mindset perspective that's full of wisdom. It adds value to the show. So thanks again for being on today. Of course, Mike, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Energy of Business Moments with your host, Michael Sype. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.